the team you build is the company you build, meaning everything starts with the people you're surrounding yourself with and the people who are executing on a vision that you might put into their heads. I would want to be a great leader without being very human at the same time. All right, everyone, welcome back to Quick Coffee, another episode, another Thursday, another sunny day, another good chat with my dear friend, Pat. I uh, hope it's going to be sunny, actually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be in Berlin when this episode launches. So I haven't been super lucky with the weather. So I actually hope that it's it is going to be sunny next week on Thursday. It's all about keeping a positive mind that I can tell you. Definitely. But, definitely. Uh, definitely. I do have to say that. When, when I look back a couple of years, I I would have said that the weather didn't really have a big influence on me, mm. but that has that has pretty fundamentally changed. Yeah. I, I do I do have to say that you know people people can people sometimes say that and 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 it, and it sounds a little bit esoteric or something like that, but for me I've really noticed that warm weather and sun it it does have I don't know I don't know the science behind it, but it does have an influence on my energy 100%. So I, I've actually I've actually struggling with, you know, over here in Amsterdam, it's still, it is still pretty cold, uh, actually. So yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, I mean, I think when I think about it, two things fundamentally change my mind, one of them I cannot control. And one of them I can control. The one I cannot control is weather, obviously, as you just said, but it has a significant impact on my on my overall motivation and happiness. And the second one is, is workouts in the morning. And um, I am quite energetic today because I went to Barry's early this morning at 7 a.m. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, I mean, you know, I, I also struggle struggle sometimes a little bit with like, it, it, it. I have to be honest, it is too expensive in my opinion. It's 25 euros a session, which is ridiculous, yes, right? If you think insane. about yeah. other gyms that would charge you 25 euros a month, right, for, for a subscription. But for some reason, I try to do it maybe, you know, once a week or yeah not not even every week but i it is for some reason worth it to at least to me because i'd rather spend 25 euros on on a really well great workout than on you know i don't know uh, on junk food or or any other thing and i gotta be honest like every time i do so i go to these workouts it, it just my day is just i'm just way more productive way more energetic i'm way more clear on my thoughts and I'm not saying it has to necessarily has to be a, a Barry's workout, right? It could be anything. But I just feel like that a workout in the morning is a game changer um, if you if you make the time for it. I mean, the interesting thing uh, with uh, with Barry's is that it's kind of a mix of, you know, going to the gym and and but it, but then also participating in, in a class with a trainer and with yeah. the community around it. So I, I do get I do get why it would be more expensive. I think the question for me, I went I think I went once or twice so far, but I think the question for me would be, you know, is it really, are you taking something from that community and trainer aspect, right? Like, are you really learning something new? Because yeah. if it's, if, you, if you're prom, if you're profiting from the feedback that you're getting from the trainer or, you know, from, from people in the class, then I think it would be definitely more justifiable to, to pay more for yeah. it. But if it's just a, if it's just a workout that you could, could technically also do in a gym yeah then then of I mean, course um it's pretty pretty uh, high price tag maybe last comment on that and then we can jump in a, into the topic today but i think the psychological hack that they are doing is because it's so expensive and you book a class the likelihood of you attending is 98 percent 
right? And if you just schedule, put something in your calendar and you go to, go to a normal gym, you're like, yeah, you know, I'll just wake up and I look how I feel and then I decide whether I go or not. With you paying 25 euros per class, I can promise you, you will go. Like, because otherwise, you know, 25 euros are just yeah. gone, right? So that's the psychological like fact behind it, which is interesting. It's, it's actually interesting, right? Because of course it makes more people go. And then once they go, they also have the positive effects. So exactly. ideally they come back. So it's, it's, it's quite interesting, um, interesting phenomenon. So, I mean, everyone, if you haven't tried it, I think it's, it's, th this is, this is one of the things where it's, um, where it's worth at least trying once, yeah. right. And, and seeing maybe you do it once a month or something, but, um, it's definitely an experience. So, um, so yeah, let's dive into, into, uh, what we want to talk about today. Awesome. Yeah. I think today is all about being a strong human leader. And, uh, I mean, this is again, a big topic. I think we always choose big topics or like topics that are worth chatting about, but I think leadership has been a personal preference of, of the both of the two of us and, uh, being a great leader. And I'm super excited to talk about, uh, leadership today. Uh, so why don't we kick it off? I guess like the, the reason it's important is because I mean, founding a company is extremely hard and difficult, right? And it all comes down to the place that you work at. Obviously, that is connected to the people you're working with, right? So like not only you are kind of the, if you're, for example, join a company, not only your coworkers, but also the founders, like the people who are trying to build this company. And I guess that that's where strong human leadership is really the differentiator, whether you are great in maintaining a A-star rockstar team or not. And it all goes down to being extremely well, being extremely good in building and maintaining relationships, but then also thinking about how you can be a better listener and how you can give back to the people that help you build this company. So yeah, super excited about chatting about this topic today and uh, would, yeah, would love to actually um, kick it off with Pat, like your personal leadership style, like how would you describe it? And then we can take it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me actually add one thing to the question of, of, you know, why this is so relevant. I think it's important for people to understand that, that, you know, if you're, if you're starting a company, if you're starting a project, if you're starting to build a team, um, very, very likely, you know, I think we, we talked about this in the last episode when we, when we touched upon product market fit and, and we've, we've actually come across this theme a couple of times, but building a new startup, building a company is, is really, really difficult. It's going to be a really difficult time. It's not, you know, it's not an established business where it's super clear how the company makes money and it's kind of existed for 10 years. It, it is go going to be a very difficult environment that people are in. And I think it's important to see that as a founder, because one of the things that you might forget when you start, you know, a startup is that when the first people join your team, you might might already have been in the game for like half a year yeah. or a year or even longer. And so you know what it feels like on a daily basis to build a new company and the insecurity and everything. But it it's it's important to realize that ultimately you want to be as one of the founders, as one of the, the leaders of a new project or, or a team, you want to be the person that gives other people security because they yeah. are going to be in in generally quite an insecure environment now yeah. if we look at that now from like a you know a little bit of a of a, of a more up-to-date and, and bigger picture even especially in times right now where people are getting laid off left and right yeah. in the in the startup and tech scene people feel even more insecure yeah. and so that's where this whole thing comes from right the relevancy of understanding that yeah. 
you know, building a startup, you're not going to build a very, you know, secure workplace. And so your intention yeah. should be that with your leadership style, you create more security. And we can we can go into detail on that. Yeah, I guess I just have one one comment as, as well before we jump into the, the in your personal leadership style, which is what I find so fascinating about it is that I think two things. The first, this quote of the team you build is the company you build, meaning everything starts with the people you're surrounding self with and the people who are executing on a vision that you might put into their heads. And the second one, and that is actually my favorite thing when I think about leadership, is are you working with people you've worked with previously? Because if you have been a great leader in a company and you are deciding to start something on your own, how many people of your previous team would step out and follow you on this new journey, which is, I think, really this like kind of a measurement of figuring out whether you've been a great leader or not. Looking at who are the people that support me on my journey, even though I am deciding to start something new. Um, yeah. But uh, this I, is, this yeah. is, by the way, this is, by the way, a super powerful recruitment question as well. Yeah. So if you're if you're recruiting someone and you're recruiting them for a people management role, I would always be asking them if you were to join the company who are the person who are the people that you would think would would come and join your team yeah. you know and and why and then of course you can have reference calls with these people and kind of verify if that's really true but I think it's it's a, it, you know I think it's important to 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 think about your your leadership style and how you are as a as a people manager as a leader as something that you iterate over over time, it's something that you build up. Of course, you are not born a perfect people yeah. manager or leader, but there is a lot that you can learn in this space. Now, the interesting thing is that the better you become, ultimately, you should be able to see that yeah. in the interactions that you have with people, right? Yeah. People trusting you more, following you around. Ideally, when you, as you said, you know, you start a new startup, there's a couple of people who want to stick around because they really enjoyed working with you. Those are signs. Now, if you flip that around, if you are new in a leadership role and in a leadership position, ask yourself, and we will talk about some of the specifics, but ask yourself, what can I do yeah. so that that would happen to mm. me in two years, right? And so I think it's so interesting when you start about, when you start to think about, you know, how can I measure, how mm. can I understand myself, whether I'm doing a good job at leadership and people management, that's when you start discovering you know, yeah. really thinking about it deeply. And it's it's okay to realize that in the very beginning, you know, if you're one year or two years into your career, probably as a as a you know first time founder, people wouldn't follow you around necess necessarily. You know, it, it takes a couple of years. I think that my personal main leadership learnings, people management learnings, they probably happened in the third year of Mapify, you know? Yeah. So I would I wouldn't think that yeah. if after the first year people would have followed me around a lot. But you know, over time you get to that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I mean, let's let's be a bit more specific because I feel like that's really what also helps our listeners understand what kind of leadership makes sense and different kinds of leadership styles. And so why don't we kick it off? I mean, could you like I'd be super curious to understand a little bit about how you reflect on your own leadership style. And I think then I could maybe do the same and we compare a little bit um what what is important to us. Definitely, definitely. So I think the first the, the, the main thing, if there's one thing that I've realized over the last couple of years, it's this comparison that we've made before, which is, you know, people who are on your team, they're basically an investor 
the same way that someone would invest money, they're investing their time, which is actually even more valuable than money, yeah. right? Because time is infinite, essentially, is, is finite, essentially. So they're, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna invest their time. And so my leadership style over the last couple of years has transformed into being very transparent, very honest, and very vulnerable with the with the team. So yeah, what I what I believe in is that I want to give the team tra transparency and honesty towards where the company is. So this would be relevant for whether we have product market fit or not. This would be relevant for whether the business is going well, whether we are growing, whether we are able to hire. And these are things that I have started to communicate very openly. Mm. I believe that the more open and honest you are and the more transparent you are, of course, there are some things that you can't be fully transparent on, such as like details of someone's work contract or salary or something like that, right? That's that's conf confidential and it should be. But I think the more honest and transparent you can be with your team, it's going to build a lot of trust. And so how do you I think these two maybe th these two things are like fundamental yeah. to how I would say my, my leadership style is today. How would you communicate transparency when things are not going too well i'm not saying this Absolutely is this honest. is your case right but i, yeah. I that would just be I would my be honest i would be honest you know look look the, the reality is you know if we have a team meeting at sonic i would be communicating to the team like transparently the way that i'm saying it right now i would say look we are going to share everything that's going well we are always going to share that open and honestly we are also going to share if something is not going well and we are going to share it We, we, we're going to share transparently. And and I would also mention that I don't believe that I have, you know, a solution for everything. I would be sharing some things with the team to create a space so that people can think along. And the interesting thing is, you know, if you share something with the team that is not going well, of course, it can make people feel insecure, but it doesn't it doesn't lead to a problem unless you you can't share a path that you're trying to resolve it. And I think it's important for people to realize, you know, nobody buys that everything at your company will always be perfect, right? If you do yeah. like that, nobody yeah. will believe yeah. you. So yeah. it's better actually to be transparent with, with you know, things not going well. So I yeah. think that yeah. transparency and honesty are incredibly important. I try to be a very supportive person. So less controlling in terms of, you know, giving people and a responsibility and then letting them run with it. Um, I think this is something that I've worked on a lot and probably still have to work on, I would say, right? So there are still some things where if I give someone a task, I would be, you know, I would be really, I, I already have a clear picture in mind of how it should be done. And then, of course, I want to kind of give the other person the freedom to execute how they would want. But that's kind of the basis for me. And You know, when I think about a strong leader, it's that kind of human side. Just being a nice, authentic, honest person, it's gonna go an incredibly long way because ultimately people wanna 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 people wanna work with other nice people. Right. You know, that that's just the truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how's it for you? Yeah, just let me add like one last comment. I think it's especially so interesting because of the rise of AI, which means like everything will be so will be more and more detached from people. That's why I think, like, obviously, the people relationship and leadership is even more important since that's only what we're having left, right? With everything being more and more automated and taken care of by AI, I think a personal human leadership is what will eventually last. I think, I mean, comparing your leadership style to mine, I think that we're def there, there are definitely tons of 
parallels and and similarities i think one thing where i think you you know you you have that one too but i think i just want to mention it as to me it's it's also truly important to be visionary since i i just believe in you want to create excitement in the in the in the in the heads of 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 people so when i think about blossom i think it's super important that and it's something johanna and i were working on on an almost daily weekly basis what is where are we going with this company and how do we make sure that we are communicating it to everyone so that everyone knows why they are they are a part of it it's yeah this this idea of putting a vision into people's into people's minds and then thinking about how that makes people feel when they are a part of blossom and i know that for example sonic and blossom we've been talking also a lot about the fact that we'd like to be truly impactful with the things we do and like also have the like several side projects on the side and i think that all all is connectable to this kind of creating an image a vision of yeah where all of this is going um yeah i i think i think that i think the interesting part here is that you know you know if you if you take that phrase being a strong human leader i think you can you can you can take one word each and you can connect it to something that would be part of a leadership style, right? So mm. leadership in itself, for me, it's really, you know, can you get people to follow you on a, on a journey, right? That's what this word yeah. is about. And so yeah. it connects with vision and everything. Then, then that kind of phrase human, I think for me is fundamentally important if you connect it to leadership, yeah. because that's the, that's the people and the people management side, right? I don't believe that there is a great leader. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I would want to be a great leader without being very human at the same time, right? And mm. so you want to create Which, that people side, and mm. and and the strength the strength comes from a variety of different factors, which I think is 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 kind of based on your experience and how long you've done it, right? But if you take that together, now that becomes a great leadership style. But the things in the, yeah. in themselves yeah. wouldn't be as powerful to me, right? So for me, it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a, a goal to be super visionary, yeah. but then be be an asshole along mm. the way, right? Like mm. to, to phrase it like that. I think there's people there's people like that, but it wouldn't be a goal for me exactly. because I don't think that people would be staying with you for for as long as they would be if you were also human at the same time, right? Yeah. And so it's, yeah. it's it's that yeah. kind of connection. Yeah, I think we should quickly clarify the difference between being a leader and being a manager because not every CEO of the big tech companies that we know are great leaders, right? I think that's important to, to, to clarify. And the reason is, I guess the difference is that a leader truly cares about what their employees and coworkers are thinking and how they could potentially elevate them and enable them to be better at their jobs and have and have them be really happy at their at their workplace while a manager is more about growth and optimizing uh, certain organizations and structures and probably would be more kpi driven and success focused and less interested in the people's happiness and people's success while more focused on the company's success i'm i i feel like the the best case obviously combining it both being someone who's truly caring about your coworkers and employees but at the same time being a great CEO in a way that you make sure that the business is growing and running. But I just wanted to clarify that, right? There's a, there's a difference. Honestly, honestly, I think it's, um, I think it's really a, ph a philosophical difference, right? There, there is people and I've met a couple yeah. of them that believe that believe that, you know, you have the business, it comes first, and then people are basically a part of the machine and you can replace them, you know, every year, and then they come and go and the, the machine keeps running. And I think that you know that's that's how how some people choose to run a business, and I I may, maybe it works for them, right? But I think 
for yeah. me if you if you want to you know for me building a company is not only about building that company today and having having that experience today right like i would care much more about being in touch with the people that i work with with sonic one of the things that i'm super happy about is that there's people working at sonic today that also worked at mapify right and so it's it's for for me yeah. i don't necessarily care you know maybe sonic's going to be around in three four years maybe not right that can happen it can can, can go always but it, it would be very, very important for me that I have a great relationship with the people that I work with. And so yeah. I choose that kind of more human approach. Yeah. And I think to, to make one thing specific, you know, how can early founders or managers become better? I think the number one thing would be, you know, understand that your leadership style is something that you can iterate, you can get feedback on. It's the same as a product. It's the same as something that you're building. You can get feedback from your team. At Mapify, I used to have like a Google form that I would send to, I the, remember. to the whole team. I, I send it to the whole team every three months. Yeah. And I asked them, you know, basically a couple of questions like, hey, how are how am I doing anonymously. as leader of this company? Anonymously, yeah, yeah. So I was asking, you know, what what do you think about, yeah. you know, the last the last quarter? How do you think that I have personally done? And you get a lot of feedback. It's quite hard. And and then I, I got also a coach to, to work with, right? Yeah. And so you have that kind of combination of getting feedback from the team iterating on that but then also having external leadership coaching and you can bring that feedback to the coach and you can find good strategies right and so understand that it's something that you can iterate on it goes such a long way yeah. to becoming a better leader over time yeah yeah honestly i mean I'd, I'd love to do a second episode on since we have now been talking a lot about great leadership examples and some of the things that we would highly encourage people to think about when they think about their own leadership style. But I'd love to do a second episode on the opposite. What are ne negative examples, right? What are the things, what are things you should be worried about as, as a leader? What are things that we've been experiencing ourselves? And I think that could probably be something we can pick up uh, in, a, in, a, in a second episode. Maybe to quickly um, bring up two more thoughts that I had on my own leadership style as well. Is One, I, one is I think it's truly important to be optimistic being a leader, I I, I, like I I agree with you being extremely honest about something, but I also don't think that you can be a great leader by by being honest about you know a company that might not be performing well, but then also not having, as you said, like a path to how to resolve it. Yes, yes, yes. You want to be you want to be optimistic. Sure, you want to be optimistic. I be, be, because I, yeah. I like that combination, right? Like yeah. honest, honest, but optimistic. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a super that's a super cool combination. Yeah. I think people are people are listening to what you're saying, and if you are the one who's not believing in what you're doing, I, you can be 100 percent sure that people will also lose trust yep. uh, in 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 the whole in the whole thing. And I guess the last one is uh, when I think about my leadership style, something I try to try to nail once I've once I've been doing the the first two, which is being visionary and then being optimistic and honest is enabling resources. How do you as a leader, how do you make sure that all your coworkers have the resources to execute on what they're what they're working on? Be it environment, be it coworkers, be it tools, be it coaches, be it anything. It's about this, you know, becoming a great listener and then also trying to figure out how you can, yeah, enable and yeah, you know, make access to resources that they wouldn't have without you as a leader. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it's. I think it's such a powerful topic, you know, to to talk about for the first time. I think, of course, you know, we always have quick coffee episodes, twenty five minutes for quite big topics. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure that this is something that's going to come up again in the future. Yeah. But I think 
starting with that whole reflection that we did today on what does it mean to be a strong human leader for us? What is something? What are, what are some steps that other people managers and founders could take to get more feedback on their leadership style and even start to think about like what kind of type of leader they want to be? I think that's the that's the perfect starting point for that discussion, right? And then of course you take it from there. So uh, so super cool uh, yep. that we start the conversation on it. Love it. All right, let's wrap it up. I mean, super exciting uh, conversation. I think big takeaways are, you know, be human, humble, trustworthy. That's one for sure. The second one is try to win respect, right? In the way that you are uh, always clear about your emotions and uh, yeah, just an honest leader. And the third one is obviously lead with transparency. That one I think we also brought down as something that we wanted to just announce for everyone who's listening supportive and honesty leadership is eventually what will uh, what will lead you and your team to success so thanks so much for listening super exciting let us know what you think and we're looking forward to having you back here next thursday thank you everyone for listening in and see you next time ciao